everyone. Welcome to Mondo Hollywood. Uh, that was Holiday Road by Lindsay Buckingham from 1983's National Lampoon's Vacation. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, been 11 years this summer since John Hughes died at the age of 59. Mm-hmm. And today I'm joined by a Hughes fan and fellow UMFM host, James Borsa of Ultrasonic Film that airs here on Thursday nights at 10. Hi, James. Hello. I feel so welcomed coming on your show always, Amanda. And it's great to be back here on Mondo Hollywood because, uh, again, it's, it's great music. And thank you for having me on this wonderful topic of John Hughes films, because not only are the films great, the music is great as well. Yeah, and uh, and thanks again for uh, volunteering to be my first pandemic guest, um, <laughs> and because because you have the Zoom uh, the Zoom magic, uh, it's a perfect time. <laughs> well, to we're try we're, it out. we're we're definitely having fun. You know, I gotta tell you, it's it's great to be able to continually bring new interviews to my show, even though the radio station at, at the university is still shut temporarily shut down. At least the uh, actual radio station itself can keep going. And I've managed to talk to so many amazing people uh, since all of this has went down. So I'm glad now that I can guest on your show and to kick it off with Holiday Road from Lindsay Buckingham from National Lampoon's Vacation. You can't really go wrong with a track like that. That was the, one of the first movies that John Hughes, uh, he didn't direct it, he just wrote it. Uh, yeah. he, did, he started out as a writer. Um, and in fact, I didn't, I just learned this uh, today in my research. He used to write jokes for Rodney Dangerfield. Yes, uh, for a um, couple of different comedians. He used to mail them in. And the article that National Lampoon's Vacation was based on was called Vacation 58. And it actually first appeared in the National Lampoon uh, before it was optioned and turned into a screenplay. I kind of asked you to pick your favorite movies uh, or favorite songs from your like movies, and so you and and it just ended up being chronological almost in the order <laughs> because I feel like as I get older, I like the the newer John Hughes movies. Like starting, I used to like when I was little. My favorite movie of all time was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Right. But now it's it's I, it's planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's interesting. You know, it's yeah, it's true. For me, sentimentally, uh, a lot of the uh, older songs are still probably my favorites. But I definitely see uh, how you can embrace a lot of these uh, newer songs in some of his more adult films or newer films as well. Your next choice of mm-hmm. a song uh, takes us to ni- the year nineteen eighty-five, and in one of his basically, I think this is probably what made John Hughes the the like the master of the teen genre and that was the release of the breakfast club i would agree uh the breakfast club is ra- a rather radical idea in teen movies because it's essentially uh when it came out was just five actors uh talking to each other for the entire film and that didn't really occur he wanted it to be his first film but the studio convinced uh him to do 16 candles instead more family oriented and more along the lines of national lampoon's vacation you know sort of a family coming together and working things out but he wanted it to be breakfast club but he finally got an opportunity to do breakfast club and it became a bit of a classic and again with some very catchy music to it i chose uh we are not alone i definitely like the style of we are not alone it's a fun song but i also think it's very appropriate for what's going on right now with covid and uh, I thought that would be a, a cool track to listen to.
And from 1986's Pretty in Pink, that was Nick Kershaw with Wouldn't It Be Good. And you're listening to Mondo Hollywood on UMFM. And uh, I'm joined today with my guest, James Borsa from Ultrasonic Film. I got to tell you, Amanda, wouldn't it be good if we could just keep playing John Hughes music for the next few hours? I mean, wouldn't that be good? Yeah, it's amazing how many good songs John Hughes had. Um, And and, and he was a a very much an Anglophile. Like, that's why I think you'll see a lot of these songs. um, And going back to The Breakfast Club, uh, Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me. That's They're a Scottish band. Like, that made them super famous. Absolutely. You know, you're, you're, you're absolutely correct there. Uh, of course, Amanda, uh, he uh, was a huge fan of kind of uh, the British uh, invasion of the 80s. And I would honestly say he's partially responsible for a little bit of the British invasion of the 80s, because a lot of these songs from these movies, Pretty in Pink and Some Kind of Wonderful, they ended up on the charts. And so it wasn't a, as big a British invasion that the 1960s had, obviously. But he did bring a lot of these bands into the limelight for North America and through his movies. And I think that's very important to state. Yeah. And, and actually a lot of it, I think, too, has um, to do with um, not because not only for his own love of music, but he um, like around the time of Weird Science, he met. Uh, he's basically his partner, musical partner, Tarquin Gotch. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like this A&R guy uh, who worked for Arista Records, like basically a talent scout um, looking for artists. And he had um, like artists like the, the English Beat were his own artists. And that's why uh, they're on the Ferris Bueller soundtrack. Basically, a lot of the soundtrack starting with Ferris Bueller in 86, including Wouldn't It Be Good? And the next one that you picked on your list, you mentioned earlier, Some Kind of Wonderful, right. which is kind of like... The reverse uh, male uh, swapped gender version of Pretty in Pink. It pretty much exactly is. A lot of critics pointed that out. Um, And I think Some Kind of Wonderful got a little bit of flack from that because Pretty in Pink was very successful. And it uh, just appeared that Hughes uh, basically just reversed the genders. But Some Kind of Wonderful has its own soul. It's actually quite a good film. I'm not sure whether or not I like Pretty in Pink better than Some Kind of Wonderful. I I might like Some Kind of Wonderful a little bit better, to be honest with you. Uh, But uh, both films are very, very good. And yeah, it's kind of interesting that he would reverse uh, the genders like that. And both, like I say, are filled with with very, very good music. Uh, Wouldn't It Be Good is definitely a catchy tune that I always enjoy listening to. And uh, Some Kind of Wonderful, there's a, a, a couple of great tracks on there. One of my favorites is a remake of a very, very famous song called uh, Can't Help Falling in Love by the band Lick the Tins.
And that was Dave Wakeling with She's Having a Baby from the 1988 movie of the same name. And thank you for listening to Mondo Hollywood today on Yum FM. And thank you to James from uh, Ultrasonic Film for joining me and talking about John Hughes, uh, the writer, the director that... Uh, produced all these great movies and and great music then just before uh we did hear she's having a baby we heard a track from the soundtrack of plane trains and automobiles right um and also john candy and john hughes their collaboration Mm -hmm. on so many movies not only on that and maybe that brief little cat he's also in a cameo in this she's having a baby right but um also in your choice uh we also heard uh land of a thousand dances by uh from the great outdoors soundtrack yeah, in which, of course, John Candy also appears. Yeah, uh, John Hughes and John Candy collaborated frequently. Even in uh, Hughes' most successful film of all time, Home Alone, John Candy still has a small role in that as well. In a few minutes, too, we'll be hearing a track from 1989's Uncle Buck, mm-hmm. um, which also kind of like intru- started the, the other phase of John Hughes' career is like the family, yep. family movie guy like Home Alone. And um, again, that's he's and he kind of like he stopped directing after a while. He did. Uh, he was frustrated with Hollywood. And uh, I think it, he didn't really have too much to prove. Home Alone uh, became so incredibly successful. And I think, uh, yeah, he just wanted to enjoy his life. He dropped out of the uh, limelight, that's for sure. The nice thing about Uncle Buck is I think it's probably really the last good movie that John Hughes wrote and directed. Could very well be. And uh, thanks again, James, for joining me today. Uh, You know, I really do appreciate uh, this episode and uh, uh, playing all this music. Of course, I grew up on a lot of it. And uh, it's just great to hear again. So so thank you, Amanda. And uh, I look forward. Uh, to coming back to your show again. But of course, I'm going to be an avid listener. I always have been. So uh, so thanks for having me on. No, and thanks. And again, too, um, for uh, listeners, uh, your show airs on Thursdays at 10 p.m. And it's called Ultrasonic Film. And it's filled with great interviews. And from the 1989 soundtrack of Uncle Buck, here is Young MC with Bust a Move. Bust it. Try to do what those ladies tell us Get shot down cause you're overzealous Play hard to get females get jealous Okay smarty, go to a party Girls are scantily clad and showing body A chick walks by, you wish she could sex her But you're standing on the wall like you was Poindexter Next day's function, high class luncheon Food is served in your stone cold munching Music comes on, people start to dance But then you ate so much, you nearly split your pants A girl starts walking, guys start gawking Sits down next to you and starts talking Says she wanna dance cause she likes the groove So come on fatso and just bust the move. Someone could cure your lonely condition Looking for love in all the wrong places No fine girls, just ugly faces From frustration, first inclination Is to become a monk and leave the situation But every dark tunnel has a light of hope So don't hang yourself with a celibate rope New movies showing, so you're going Could care less about the five you're blowing Theater gets dark just to start the show Then you spot a fine woman sitting in your row She's dressed in the yellow, she says hello Come sit next to me, you fine fellow You run over there without a second to lose And what comes next? Hey, bust Move. 
of things. Where's your office? I don't have one. How come? I don't need one. Where's your wife? Don't have one. How come? It's a long story. Do you have kids? No, I don't. How come? It's an even longer story. Are you my dad's brother? What's your record for consecutive questions asked? 38. I'm your dad's brother, all right. You have much more hair on your nose than my dad. How nice of you to notice. I'm a kid. That's my job.
Charlie Clark 